So every day on WABC, every weekday coming up after this highly rated, let me remind you folks again, number one news talk show in New York, number two show overall is uh, the great Brian Kilmeade. I love Brian. I've known Brian for many, many years. Does a great job on this station after me. And Bernie is really terrific every morning on Fox News, on Fox and Friends, and has about 9,000 jobs, writing books about presidents, spends a lot of time watching the USFL, <laughs> and altogether a great talent, my good buddy Brian Kilmeade. Brian, good morning. Right. How are you, buddy? USFL is my favorite league. Uh, my son has joined that league, helping out in management, so that is my new favorite league. Well, I'll tell you Delver something funny about that league is uh, many, many years ago, the original version of the USFL, my sure. dad, who I lost a couple of summers ago, uh, we're big Giant fans. We had tickets for the New Jersey Generals, and I saw Herschel Walker play there. I saw Doug Flutie play there. I saw Maurice Carthen play there. And, of course, the kicker to all of this is that your friend and mine, 45, President Donald Trump, he owned that New Jersey General football team, and the league ended up folding. I think he, of course, saw Donald Trump $1, but he was the guy that initially brought the USFL around. Yeah, and, and right now they're doing some legal disputes, Sid. What are the reasons they're not having Jim Kelly and Steve Young and Herschel come out? Is there some type of legal dispute with the name? But believe me, once they settle it, I know Fox is an owner of it. I think you're going to see these guys. Now, think about this, what it was like. You have a draft coming out. You know, okay, I think I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence. Nope, uh, he's going to go to the USFL. Right? I mean, that, that was kind of cool. You didn't know what league these guys were going to be in. You know, you didn't, you'd have football all around in the spring. They said that, I know Steve Young was talking about it uh, when he was playing uh, for Los Angeles. He said we had to whisper in the huddle. There was nobody in the stands. We didn't want the other team to hear. We didn't want the other team to hear Colin plays. But, I mean, to think that Steve Young was that good and Jim Kelly would be that great, did not want to go to Buffalo. So he goes, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to Houston. You know, and Herschel leaves college early. He had no choice. He had to go to the USFL, right? So, and then Flutie, no one's really going to invest in him. They thought he was too small. So I, I was I was intrigued by the league, and Trump does not want to bring it up. I brought it up to him before. He considers, in my opinion, he considers that a loss because they did beat the NFL but get a dollar and they got destroyed. Yeah, it was a great league. Reggie White also played in that league, and uh, you mentioned some of those big names in New Bardo. Jersey. Three consecutive Heisman Trophy Award winners ended up playing in the USFL. Again, Herschel Walker to New Jersey, Doug Flutie to New Jersey, and Nebraska running back Mike Rogier went to the Pittsburgh Maulers way back when. So your name came up uh, in discussion on, on our show this week. That's why I called you to come on. And we were talking about the Russia-Ukraine conflict. And Bernie, who's out today, he's still not feeling well. He'll be back on Monday. He said, you know, there's a couple of guys out there in the media, including Brian Kilmeade, that are all for putting boots on the ground, our kids. And I go, listen, I haven't heard this. Uh, maybe you're right. But I know Brian pretty well. There is no way in a million years Brian Kilmeade would want our kids to serve in this battle. And Bernie said, no, no, I'm telling you, he is on record. He is absolutely 1,000% behind that. Is Bernie right? No, I mean, uh, I don't even think, I know Chris Coons brought it up, but I don't even remember being brought up about, uh, I think he brought it up on a Sunday show in one statement that we got to do whatever we can to make sure they win. But that's what he brought up. I don't think that I'd ever, um, if I miss, if I was misinterpreted by Bernie because he's a genius and never gets anything <laughs> wrong. But he, uh, in this case, he's wrong because I don't think I feel that way. But I am. I'll tell you what. There's no doubt about it, Sid. And you bring this up. Is it amongst Republicans? There's a divide here. No question. I mean, if you listen to Tucker at night, different from Sean Hannity, I'm with Sean on this. And Laura Ingram, very much feeling as though we need the $800 million a year. 
I think we could do both. And I absolutely see our national security in this story. We got we have enemies of Iran, uh, China and Russia. And we have Europe mobilized to finally understand the threat that we've been telling them about since the wall came down. They are now investing in it. They're getting off oil and gas. They're understanding there's a reason to be unified. They're factoring in. I'm going to talk about it this weekend with Finland and Sweden, developed nations who are now going to be part of the defense of NATO. And now Russia, this this hollow giant, is being exposed to the evil uh, the evil government in which they are. It's no longer, well, Vladimir Putin is just sticking up for himself. No, he's targeting 80-year-old women. He, is to, he can't fight a military, so he's saying, go blow up a school and a hospital. So, I mean, that's how evil this guy is. He is our Stalin. He is our Hitler. And I think we finally can recognize that. And he's got to be stopped here. Agreed. Brian Kilmeade on After Me and Bernie every morning, 10 o'clock. Great, great Fox News TV talent. You know, uh, there's this feeling amongst Republicans that Donald Trump uh, may not run in 2024. And if he does, even though I think he will, that Ron DeSantis may be the better choice because uh. there's a lot of people that really hate Donald Trump and nobody seems to really hate Ron DeSantis yet. And I say yet, Brian, because between the anti-gay bill down in uh, the don't say gay bill down in Florida and the Disney stuff, it seems like Ron DeSantis is in the news fighting Democrats every single day. So over the next two and a half years, my point is Ron DeSantis may get to that hateful Donald Trump level if he keeps this up. I, I don't know. I mean, is it hateful or is it People just don't like conservatives, and he represents that. I mean, the the school of thought is this. I think that what he did is something that Georgia was not able to do, Texas not able to do effectively, stood up to these corporations who have kowtowed to the woke left, and he said, hey, guys, at Disney, really? You're going to do everything to stop this bill because you want to teach sex and gender fluidity to kindergartners through third grade? Really? We'll make a stand here. You're going to lose your autonomy. Oh, you're not going to do that. I'm doing that. And they pass it, and they got to sign it, and they got a year to work something out. But as a shot across the bow, I don't want Coca-Cola telling me that you don't like a Georgia law, so the All-Star Game's got to move. I don't want, in North Carolina, you want a men and women's bathroom, so we're going to have to move all sporting events out of North Carolina, and as well as entertainment facilities and bank expansions, because you don't you will believe that uh, transgender people should be able to use whatever gender they feel that day in a public setting, and all of a sudden corporations get pressured and they kowtow. And I believe DeSantis can actually give, put some lead and steel in the spine of these corporations to stand up and say, we're not getting involved. Back out of politics. We got enough of it. You know, Brian, I love when you do the New York talk before your national show. Tomorrow we'll let you run. I know you're busy this morning. And uh, you do a whole bunch of stuff on the local sports teams and local politics. And you seem to like... Eric Adams, I don't know why he's a phony and a fraud and he kowtows to both sides and he's done nothing since he's become mayor. The crime is worse than ever. The city is completely falling apart. And oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to agree with Hawk Newsom, who's about the most detestable, unlikable person to ever walk the planet Earth. When he said on your TV station yesterday, yeah. Eric Adams is a failure. Oh, my God. Hawk Newsom is right. Uh, it's too soon. Oh, uh, uh, no, stop listen, it. Sid, stop it. It's that. too soon. No, man. it's not. It's too soon. No. Well, let's see what happens. All I'm going to say is he's he's uh, 80 percent better than de Blasio. Oh, de Blasio. De Blasio was put the criminals first. At least we don't think Eric Adams will do that. Eric Adams went up to Albany and said, change the bail laws. Now, did he do enough that Sid you would do? No. Was he able to win over the governor? Absolutely not. She has no idea what she's doing. 
and the state legislature has no idea what's going on. But at least he's doing the things that got us at least a third of the way there. The other guy who slept till noon with a paper on his face <laughs> that lived to be a Mark, that wants to be a Marcus and destroyed this city and uh, and believes we're a racist culture. I believe that this is an improvement, and I do, I think it's it's we got to hope that Eric Adams gets better. At least he's trying. You just don't want to give him. That. I just I, from what we had for the last eight years, I, I hope that guys like Bratton, who he calls all the time get to him and say, listen, I don't care if you, you know, we had our problems in the past. This is how you get the streets safe. You don't have a choice. You have to go ahead and arrest people and hold them. You got to empower judges and you got to go and intimidate Bragg into doing the right thing. If nothing else, a selfish Eric Adams will see he has a political future if he could straighten out the best city in the world. Great leaders win. And uh, lousy leaders don't. And on the way out here, Brian, because you are so smart, and who knows, you and I could have been the next Mike and the Mad Dog. We were up on a job together in the late 1990s in sports. Who knows? Uh, But you see the leadership that Buck Showalter has provided in Queens. Now, they got good players, there's no doubt. That's a very good, talented baseball team. But they're off to a 10-4 and start. Are we going to be talking Mets World Series, Brian Kilmeade, come October? You know, I haven't watched the whole league, but what I see right now, and what we, we know Buck Schulter so well. Remember when he was this young guy nobody knew that was basically the same age as most of his, team, as most of his players when he took over the Yankees, uh, and then we thought that George was crazy to get rid of him when he came back from suspension. Then he starts the Diamondbacks, waits two years to get that team running. What he has learned along the way, he was already considered smart and organized. I think he's going to bring the one element that this veteran team needs, and that's discipline. You hit, I want you hitting here at 4 o'clock. I want you on the field at 6 o'clock. This is the way you wear your uniform. And everyone thinks, well, you're treating like children. No, this is the organizations that great teams have, and this is the perfect time to bring him in. And this is, this is a fan base that's dying to cheer. So I really believe that this is the right time for Buck Showalter, who I believe, said thirst for one thing, a championship. He gets teams ready, but he's never there for yep. the trophy. Yep, he true. wants to be there for the trophy. <laughs> that's true. Arizona, Joe Torre and the Yankees, even Baltimore, yeah. all these teams enjoyed great success, which he set up after he left. Hey, uh, you're great. You're great on television. You do a phenomenal job after me and Bernie on this radio station. Plus, you're genuinely a, a pretty nice guy. So uh, <laughs> Pretty nice. Okay. <laughs> you know I you love don't you, to, don't, don't overcommit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> if something goes awry, I end up beating up some. Like if I end up starting a fight with Mike Tyson, you don't want to be like, "Well, I called him a great guy, but I hedged a little bit." Did you see that Tyson thing? I did. Is that I'm, incredible? I, mean, look, I don't care if Mike Tyson is eighty-five years old. You do not start with Iron Mike. He's going to kick your ass, right? Right. But why would you throw a bottle at him? Right. That's what I'm saying. Him? You got to be nuts. You got to be nuts. Right. You better off you walking into, that. In, 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 into the Kiev this morning and, and saying, "I hate the Russians." Right. Yeah, that might be easier. I mean, it's basically you watched that documentary Hangover. You saw how angry he got when yes. he stole his tiger. That's true. <laughs> hey, listen, you're great. Have a good time this uh, this Friday morning. We'll talk to you again very, very soon. And thank you also for your show on this station, making this station a great success, Brian. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, no, you're great. Let's get this straight. You're great. Even despite what Bernie says when you're not around. <laughs> Go get him, Sid. All right, right. Take care. Right. There he is. Does a phenomenal job every morning right after me and Bernard at 10 o'clock local time here in New York City. Has a great national show and is the glue that keeps that uh, Fox and Friends TV show together with, uh, with what's her name, Ainsley and uh, Ducey. That's our dear friend, Brian Kilmeade. 
If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.